Hi, right, it's party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Bray. The show's Monday. Sarah Gonzalez. If you didn't know that, it is Monday. Oh boy, do I know it. That's exciting. Um, how you feel? I feel okay. Okay. Yeah. You look good. Thank you. You're like a fembot. Thank you. That's, that's what, what you I, were going for? That's what I was going for, exactly. I'm not sure that I know what a fembot is. I think I know. You're very AI. Is this the real I'm, Sarah this, Gonzalez? I don't know. Maybe one? I'm a hologram. Yeah, look at Who those knows? shoes. Hooker. Poker. Yeah. You say hooker or poker? Poker. poker. I'm oh. Not, I'm not touching Sarah Gonzalez. Uh, let's love Brandon and Super Chris Cruz at the helm. And my favorite person, Kayla. Oh, look at Kayla over there. Um, should we let the cat out of the bag? That uh, this is Mark's last week. Yeah. The puppet master Mark is moving on to brighter horizons. Mm-hmm. He's. I'm not going to tell his business, but he's leaving. And he's not here, so we're talking about him. You say brighter horizons, but I seem to recall a young Mark Tate leaving previously <laughs> and then coming right back here. So I think he will be back, actually. I think he I think he will be back. Yeah, I could be. They always come back. You know, the thing is, everybody they they think I must be toxic because everybody leaves me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> producers, co-hosts, wives, they all leave. <laughs> they all leave. Um, and apparently, if you read social media, I'm a horrible, horrible human being. Mm, the worst. But I'm good at sex. <laughs> I can tell you that. I would not know. Oh, they're still talking about it years later. I, I know that. I do <laughs> you wouldn't notice. Know that. Yeah. I wouldn't know it personally. Yeah. I have noticed, and we have had frequent conversations, that women just can't seem to get over you i guess it's fascinating i guess i'm kidding mom i'm not really good at sex (laughs) never had any of that i have four children and i got to see two of them this weekend it was fantastic and my kids are such nerds they went to comic-con in atlanta that is so uh, funny with their mother three of them went uh to comic-con in atlanta and so they're nerds i said you're going to a nerd convention and they were like we can't wait that is so funny yeah they're they're funny kids i mean Um, you're kind of an you're kind of a nerd too a little bit you're just like a cool nerd i'm a cool nerd um <laughs> my kids are funny though in that they're so dadgum smart and so i went to lunch the other day and everybody you know i put on that olivia said something funny you know jordan jordan made the comment she's like i couldn't live without mcdonald's because we went to mcdonald's mm-hmm. and because we were in this little nowhere place and that's all there was and so we were sitting down in mcdonald's and she goes i couldn't live without mcdonald's and olivia goes i'm not sure i can live with it <laughs> and so she's got such a quick wit you know yeah. so funny and so i'm like I kept telling them, I was like, so much of us, it's, it's funny when you watch your kids when they become adults and how much of you is in them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just the attitude and the outlook and the things that just come out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Finding that out with my 10-year-old more and more every day. Yeah. It's weird to watch. Where did that little, sass little, come from? Little oh. mini me, which it goes back to the whole point that I've tried to make in the last few weeks and I'm not done talking about it. And that is these roles in society yeah. Yeah. that there's a place for a father there's a place for a mother you know and and listen this is the thing i was thinking about yesterday last night men and women are not equal right men and women are not equal that listen that would mean that men and women are the same and we're not the Mm -hmm. same all men aren't equal all women aren't equal we're just not i mean if if you call if you call a babysitter is it going to be a dude no no absolutely not exactly there's things that are far mm-hmm. better done by women. Yep. Far better. And it's like, but I look at these roles and I'm like, I love to see that expression play itself out 
when people just kind of know who they are, know what their role is in life, what they're there to do, and they do it, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what do I know? I mean, it seemed to work in civilization for millennia, but here we are and now we're now that we're trying this brand new men and women are equal and you can be either one in the same day if you want to also yeah. a lot of mental illness i i noticed there's a lot but let me tell you something there's a shampoo there's a shampoo that will make you feel equal oh it is and we have the commercial for that oh boy and i know everybody's dying to see mm, it if you're listening wait. by way of podcast trust me you are missing <laughs> this play that clip for me please chris I think to let people present themselves authentically creates a much more beautiful world. All right, that's Pantene and then their little rainbow ribbons. And they showed transgender people and all this kind of stuff, which, I mean, I guess transgender people wash their hair too. But when the, the person narrating the commercial says, I love it when people show their authentic selves. And there was so much silicone pumped into that face. <laughs> like what? Who thought that was a good idea to say that at the time Horrendous. they're putting that image up? Horrendous. Look, you want to get fake boobs, get fake boobs. You want to plump your lips up. You want to put cement yeah. in your ass, do it. You want to put on more makeup. Do it. I think everything that can be prettier should be prettier. Okay, I, I believe that. But don't pass that off and say, "Oh, I'm so authentic." Right. It's just like, come on. Like right. I, what did I text you yesterday? I said I saw that picture of you and the family. Mm -hmm. Y'all were at some thing spending money. Aquarium, yeah. And and I was like, you are so pretty with without makeup. Yeah. Thank but you. I, you are, and I and I sent you that text. I said your family's beautiful. And I was like, you are so pretty without makeup. Because it's like a different Sarah. <laughs> it it's like a whole different person. You can go almost incognito, right? Yeah. It's a different look. And, I, and I'm like, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I, the older I get, the more I just want to be me. Mm -hmm. Right? The more you appreciate authenticity. Like, like I don't really want to come out and be a character to you. I don't, you know, I did the shows in Birmingham this past weekend friday saturday night huge crowds it was fantastic it great packed and and what's funny is our shows are getting full rooms again mm -hmm. uh because social media is not censoring me as much anymore simply because i'm not running for office or any anything yeah. like that so it's kind of weird screw you social media <laughs> um uh but i didn't wear a cowboy hat so i did two nights of shows i didn't wear a cowboy hat and there were a lot of people who were like uh and I was like, I didn't feel like wearing it. I didn't feel like bringing it. I, w I didn't even wear boots. I was like, I just, it was like, they were like, who are you right now? And I was like, I, I just don't, now, and it was just in that moment, I was like, it just didn't give me Fs. I was like, this is the way I want to be right now. You really didn't think that through when you started doing your truck videos, wearing the, your the cowboy hat, hat that, that you would be tied to it forever. Yeah, because I was doing an equestrian. Now, listen, I come out of that world, right? So, but but, 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 but traveling, but traveling with it and all that stuff. It, I mean, that's a pain. It's a lot. And so I was doing a television show, it was a travel show, it was an equestrian mm -hmm. lifestyle show. And so I had the hat. That's when I went viral. And everybody, of course, started expecting it. Now I wear the hat for a completely different reason because I used to do cowboy shit. I don't do cowboy shit anymore, really. I, I, I own some things that, by definition, puts me in the cowboy shit category. But. <laughs> My hands are soft these days. My hands are very soft because uh, I'm not working real hard. It's so not with the manual labor. But, you know, I look at these things and I'm like um, trying to trying to, you know, I, I wear I wear the hat because it pisses people off. 
that it wears the trolls out. They can't stand it. You know, cosplay cowboy. Look at it being a fake. Yeah, whatever. Whatever whatever makes you focus on things. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. A dude in a cowboy hat has been right about pretty much everything for all these years. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And all you scholars out there, all you writers for the New York Times and the Post and all these, you know, media people, y'all were wrong. Y'all were wrong. Sarah got it right. Mm. I got it right. Mm-hmm. Listen, we now know, based on the Department of Ener- Energy, what they've said is that they are pretty much positive that the COVID virus was because of a lab leak. Mm-hmm. In China. Mm-hmm. It was from China. From China. So we said that all along. Yep. But by using the excuse of racism, disinformation was pushed. Yep. Anybody that said another another narrative was penalized. Using the excuse of racism, we were silenced. Because you, you, it stopped free speech. It stopped free debate. All because of the excuse of you're being racist. No, we're being honest. But we weren't being racist. We were being honest. And we were right all along. See, that's the thing. When people start crying racism and all this kind of it shuts people down. Yep. What have I said for all these years on this show? If you can label somebody, you can categorize them, and you can marginalize them, and you don't have to hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Because they come with a label. And that is bullshit when it comes to society, Sarah. It's bullshit. I agree. I went, I went back. Um, in fact, if the, those who uh, watched my show will probably saw this. I went back and looked um, earlier today at the, just the headlines that we saw in 2020 that were you know far right conspiracy theory uh is debunked and and all of these you know you were a far right conspiracy theorist if you dared <laughs> question the official narrative and up well, here we are as it turns out we were right all along once again i you know i have the trolls who say to me oh yeah but you said it was a cold and it was a hoax no i did not say that mm-hmm. and that to me that drives me crazy that if you want to debate me or any of us at least care enough to do yeah. the research right. to bring a feasible argument back. Like, give me an example. Mm-hmm. You know, we do these flags, and we're selling the heck out of them, rwcflag.com, and, uh, you know, that Jesus is Lord. And, and, and people really have a problem with this kindness is everything phrase right here. And I'm like, you guys are you're missing the troll quality of this flag people are like kindness is not everything no no the whole in this house we believe black lives matter and women's health and all this kind of stuff at the bottom (laughs) they say kindness is everything so when we say these things we want to see if you truly believe that Mm -hmm. so that's that's what there says so we put it on there but no we sell these things that people come get on there and they want to troll you and they say well you shouldn't have to put up i bet your neighbors love you you shouldn't have to put that out there on a sign. You just should just live it out. And you guys are a bunch of fascists and racists. I can't believe that you would say anything like that. And I'm like, okay, provide me some samples. Give me some examples of me being racist. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fascist, I mean, any of them. Any of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, provide me some samples. Oh, well, the fact, that, the fact that you even have to ask that. No, I literally want you to do it. I want you to do it. <laughs> right. But, so, again, you're a far-right extremist mm-hmm. 
all these things. And now you've been proven right. Mm -hmm. You've been proven right. But look at all the different things that they've told us over the years. I mean, at this point, everything they say is wrong. Right. Right. Everything they say is wrong. But I think that it's important, an an important distinction to make, and maybe you disagree, but... I think that there's a difference in being wrong intentionally and unintentionally. This, according to what we know, you've got the top people, you've got Dr. Anthony Fauci, all of these people who were in the know this they whole time. It. Thank you for bringing that up. This was an intentional lie. Yeah. This was, abs- they knew exactly what they were doing when they told the American people that this came from a wet market and, you know, it was from a bad bat, a bad batch of bat soup. You know, yeah. all of these things that they said in the moment, they knew that they were lying and we paid the salaries for all of them. Yeah. And, and where's the accountability? Right. Where's the accountability? Because we can sit there and blame China. Listen, it originates here. Yeah. The funding. Yes. They were doing it here. They were doing. They were funding it there. Uh, They were funding it in Ukraine. By the way, the bio labs are in Ukraine, Mm -hmm. and so all these places around the world. At what point in time do we clean house here? Right. And bring those bastards in front of Congress, in front of a hearing, and say, "All right, give an account." That's why we did that shirt on RealWomen'sClub.com. Indict Fauci. And people are like, indict him for what? This, bitch. This. <laughs> prosecute Fauci. This. Prosecute Fauci. Yeah. yeah. This. Yep. He knew. He absolutely knew mm-hmm. what was going on. Took the funding. Propagated it. And to your point, there's a difference between misinformation and disinformation. What they engaged in was a disinformation campaign. Misinformation is when you don't know. Mm disinformation is when you know and you're knowingly lying about it Mm -hmm. they knew and Rand paul god bless the senator from kentucky knew all along and he was the only one that i know of truly who who went hardcore after fauci yeah and to what extent what are we going to get out of it yeah i want the son of a bitch behind bars uh i I think that that would be nice right that would be a pleasant outcome for him after what he did and i would say as much as they wanted to put so many americans lives on donald trump who wasn't supposed to be the expert here. Yeah. I would argue that Dr. Fauci is responsible for all of those deaths. He is. 100%. I mean, this is crimes against humanity mm-hmm. to to the tune of millions of lives. I mean, you And now, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say you also throw in uh the fact that he was also pushing doctors to not give early treatment. Yeah. Right. Because they knew that if they had early treatment, that they wouldn't be able to push this emergency use authorization for a vaccine. Bastards. Right. So, I mean, you're you are talking about epic levels of crimes against humanity. Yeah. And and doctors have lost their licenses. Uh huh. And now you got this this forced jab crap going on. The mandates that went on. Forget the shutdowns and all that. But but now they're poisoning people mm-hmm. with this. And uh, we got to go to a break. But. I guess my blood boiling. Me too. I mean, I want somebody held accountable for this thing. If if someone's blood is not boiling, they are not paying attention. Exactly. This was a disinformation campaign. And again, using the excuse of racism, mm-hmm. you couldn't talk about it honestly. Well, now we know. We'll be right back. Okay, it's old news by now, but the Woody Harrelson Saturday Night Live clip from um, 
the monologue, which, by the way, I didn't realize he's that's the fifth time he's hosted SNL, a little side piece of trivia. That's hmm. very rare for somebody to host Saturday Night Live five times. But Woody Harrelson has. And um, it's a weird world we're living in when you find yourself agreeing with people like Woody Harrelson <laughs> or uh, Bill Maher or Russell Brand yeah. more than you do the Southern Baptist Convention. And I, and I take that thought directly from Steve Dace, who tweeted those very words using those people and the Southern Baptist Convention. And I was like, I can't say it any better than that, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to steal Steve's words here. <laughs> he wouldn't mind. Um, but in case you missed it, Play that clip of that monologue, please. So the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartels drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? Yeah, the uh, nobody laughed. The people didn't know what the sheep in that audience did not know what the hell to do with themselves. I wonder how many of them were masked. I would say a lot, probably. <laughs> it's New York City, so yeah. I would assume um, uh, it may it may still be uh, required there. Required. Who knows? I mean, certain audiences are. I've yeah. seen them. Um, Woody, like Woody Harrelson. Let me let me give him respect in that. I think he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, I think he's always been a great actor. Um but a douchebag of human being okay i mean ideologically polar opposites from anything just a douchebag of a human being um but he probably says he would say the same thing about me if he knew me <laughs> and that's okay it's okay to disagree with people and call him a douchebag all right um you got to qualify these things my my one of my daughters they went to comic-con i told you she met ralph macchio karate kid yeah. and i commented on her picture i said you should have kicked him right in the face <laughs> They immediately sent me a warning saying, you got to delete this comment. No. This is what happens when the bots take over. Oh, no. This is what happens when the bots take over. You start getting demerits. <laughs> so, but Harrelson, he's a moron. Um, what's your take on that whole deal? Is that a, like, there's like, he's pushing conspiracy theories. Is it? No. Show me the lie. <laughs> Show me the lie. I mean, I, I love if, when Woody Harrelson can be called an, an anti-vax conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I You guys got to rethink your entire narrative here. Yeah. Because he is anything but. Now, everybody's like, oh, pat on the back for Woody Harrelson. Wow. Yeah. Now listen, don't get into that. He's one of us bullshit right. like we tend to do. He's not. No. Uh, and first of all, I'd like to kick his ass simply because where were you three years ago, bro? Right. Where have you been this whole time? Now, I appreciate the fact that there's some people out there who are starting to get a little red pilled over a lot of things, such as the the vax and and the COVID. And I, you kind of look back in hindsight's twenty twenty, and you go, mm, w- "Did we really do that? Right. Did we did we really put up with all that for two years? And now they're shoving this crap in. And you know this vaccine thing. I don't even know if we're allowed to say that word anymore. But this vaccine thing. Let me just say. If there was a Yelp review for the vaccines, if there was a Yelp review, uh, how many one stars would that be? Because how many people are saying, yeah, listen, somebody got, listen, I have, a, I have family members who got vaccinated mm-hmm. and they said, worst thing ever, made me so sick. Mm-hmm. Made me so sick. Can you imagine going to a restaurant and saying, I ate there and it made me so sick. Yep. And you're going to leave a Yelp back. review yeah. Yeah. 
one star, uh, maybe it, maybe it's fine for everybody else, but I had a shitty experience. Right. If that vaccine, because because again, there's a lot of things going on in the world today that weren't going on a few years ago. Mm. I mean, how many damn headlines can we post talking about 31 year olds, 24 year olds, kids dying? I mean, I, I I was never really good at even saying myocarditis. <laughs> I still can't say it well. Now I see it every day. Yeah. People are like, oh, if the vaccine was a Yelp review. So anyway, Woody Harrelson is a little, is too little too late, dude. Why didn't you use that platform a long time ago and have the forward? Don't look back. That's what bugs me so much, Sarah. It's, it's real good for us to look back and say, oh, well, now I can interpret reality. Well, that's crap. Yeah. Learn to look forward and interpret it. Well, I mean, it's also, you know, not, uh, I think it's, kind of taking the cowardly way out, right? Like waiting and waiting and waiting yeah. and waiting until more people are saying this position and now yeah. you're going to come out. Now and, I'm going to be provocative. Oh, you're going to, yeah. Oh, you're going to be really bold by saying the things that uh, we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. But I mean, I do want to give him, I mean, I would give credit where credit is due. Doesn't sound like you would, but I think anyone no, I who will. wants to talk about this, knowing that they're going to get those crappy headlines written about them. Yeah. Thank you for saying something. I will give him the credit that it took balls to do that. Right in that audience on that platform i will i will give him the credit for that even in his inner circle yeah right in his industry yeah. i, I mean, just that, wish that, that does take some balls yeah. i it just wish come that sooner. it was before yeah, yeah. it should have come sooner yeah um it's I, like it's like um it's like i don't mean to derail but taylor swift when she wrote that her. song <laughs> when she wrote that song <laughs> about um you know it's okay to be gay or whatever it was and it was like 20 19 and everyone was like yeah no, nobody has a problem with gay people like why yeah. are you why are you doing this now this isn't stunning this isn't brave nobody has a problem now and yeah. you act like you're going to be courageous to talk about something that we've already decided was an okay to talk about it's like i said a couple of weeks ago it's like sam smith going after christianity by pretending to be satan everybody goes after christianity right. go after muhammad right <laughs> do that put your neck on the line dude right exactly uh, pull a salmon rusty i mean pull one of those deals Ooh, so stunning and brave <laughs> you're a pimp uh speaking of assholes that make music brad paisley and vladimir Zelensky. Mm. oh yeah that's that's the duet i always wanted to hear <laughs> thank you country music yeah, Brad Paisley and a Ukrainian cokehead. <laughs> I I have no words for the nonsense that's going on right now. Mm. I mean, uh, uh, mm. and speaking of, and speaking of, just let's see if we can get into this. I, do I want to wait till the next deal? Mm. You know, let's let's hang on. I want I want to wait till the next segment or truly get into this. But uh, since I sort of segued talking about Ukraine. Enough about Woody Harrelson. Since I sort of segued about, did you see Mike Pence's speech? I did. You no. haven't seen it. No. I I want to I want to pinch these people's head. Yes. I really like you are a pimple, dude, and I want to <laughs> pop you. I, I mean, I, like I want to like Mike Pence. There's things about Mike Pence I want to like the yeah. guy, but then I'm like, what? YMCA have you been? showering in bro because you what is going on in that brain bro uh you have the speech play that clip play it also seeing free nations of the world unite to stand with the ukrainian people and stand up to russian aggression as the leader of the free world 
More than 50 countries from the Indo-Pacific to Europe to North America are now providing vital military aid to support Ukraine, and we will not stop providing it until victory is achieved. Today, our highest goal for Ukraine must be the restoration of peace as quickly as possible. And I submit to you, the fastest path to peace is to help Ukraine win the war. Even after the initiation of hostilities, the Biden administration was repeatedly slow in providing Ukraine critical weapons systems like missiles and tanks, only later to relent under public pressure. Make no mistake, this is not America's war. But if we falter in our commitment to providing the support to the people of Ukraine to defend their freedom, our sons and daughters may soon be called upon to defend ours. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry? Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. No, no, no. How, how is it possible that a Republican... His argument is the Biden administration isn't doing enough for Ukraine. Right. And and was slow well, right. in providing. Right. He's criticizing them, but because they were they were too slow. Yeah. Yes. Now, wow. Now let me give you the footnote that we have to do all the damn time. There's no good guys in this battle. No. Vladimir Putin is a piece of garbage too. Uh just like Vladimir Zelensky, mm-hmm. okay? So <laughs> we have to put that caveat every time. We're not pulling for anybody here. No. We want this thing to go away. Right. And I understand there's those out there who say, well, the quicker we support this and help them win it, it goes away. No. No. It doesn't. Uh, it continues to escalate. It continues to escalate. Um, and with this type of rhetoric and this type... First of all, is Mike Pence holding an office right now no. so what the f does he have to say we are going to provide i'm sorry bro you don't get to sign the papers to spend my tax dollars anymore where you come up with this stuff he doesn't have the authority to do jack mm-hmm. you were vice president dude now you're technically unemployed yep. at least by the federal government mm-hmm. i'm sure he's over some whatever cause or institute or something you know going on but bro you don't even have the authority to say those words and to say if we don't help stop this thing right yeah then our sons and daughters are going to be called on not mine yeah not mine bet not mine you 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 see if my sons show up for that not mine Mm-mm. Not mine. See, here's the thing. They're going to keep pushing this. They're going to keep poking, going to keep poking. And everybody will say, oh, you people on the right, you conservatives, y'all are just all talk. <laughs> Listen, I'm just telling you. Try me. Try me. My kid's not, my kid's not going to that. No. Nope. It's not going to happen. Nope. Nope. Put me in prison. Nope. It ain't going to nope. happen. Nope. Well, you're, put me in prison. You're going to have to find me first. You won't. You won't find me. <laughs> you won't. Yeah. You won't find my kids either. That's right gone it's just it's it's so disingenuous too to hear people on the on the left and well people on the left and apparently mike pence also who are like well but you know you're the land of the the free you have to fight for freedom it's like dude do you understand how many other countries around the world have really really horrible things that are happening to them have conflicts you know you've got border conflicts going on all the time the united states is only involving themselves in this one because it benefits them 
Yeah. It doesn't benefit us. Yeah. But it benefits all the higher ups who have been laundering all this money through Ukraine and been, you know, right and left. All of the government officials who have been in bed with Ukraine for all this time. Yeah. yeah that's why they're involved. Yeah. Not because they give a shit about freedom. Yeah. And then the House Minority Leader, Hakeem Jeffries, you know, he tweeted the other day about how we were, we, we're going to do everything we can or whatever. And, and I was like, you know, bro, they must really have the goods on you guys. Right. I mean, I don't know what trafficking things y'all have funded or money, money's been laundered or what, but they really got y'all by the balls. Think about all of the war-torn areas that are not Ukraine and Russia, all of the <laughs> conflicts that are going on. They're going on right now. We're not doing any of this for. Yeah, going on right now. Right now. And I, and I could argue we're only doing it for, for what, the white people? <laughs> I made that argument months ago. Right? Like... Listen, Seems this, this, this is happening. it's happening in Africa. Yeah, I, I know. Nobody knows about that. No one gives a shit. No one. I mean, <laughs> it's happening right now. Yes. In Africa. It's in been happening African for a nations. very, very, very long time. These people have been, you know, suffering. Right. Where, <laughs> where are their weapons? <laughs> oh, well, we just care about freedom. No, no. Got to think a little harder on that one. All right. Hang tight. We'll be right back. guys welcome back all right well what are we going to talk about all right let's talk about this <laughs> uh you remember back when television shows had a um had a you know kind of a routine but solid plot and the dialogue didn't sound like a 12 year old wrote it during an expository fever dream uh you know you know the genders like television stations were easy to remember you didn't have to run through a whole list of stuff and be woke but you know and uh well, Rolling Stone Magazine, remember when Rolling Stone Magazine used to write about music? I remember back when MTV used to show videos. Um, but let's go back to Rolling Stone for a minute. I want you to flash forward to the present. And uh, this is kind of messed up. Rolling Stone recently published an article in which the writer, who is, by the way, an LGBTQ activist by the name of Ernest Owens, uh, made the claim that cancel culture is actually good for democracy. That's right. Uh, here's what he said. He said, uh, and I quote, cancel culture has leveled the playing field for those who can't always rely on the government to protect them. Yeah, I want you to let that sink in. Um, he said uh, bigots are protected under the First Amendment to fuel disgusting rhetoric without state sanctioned consequences. Cancel culture is the poison to those in power that have benefited from unchecked free speech. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they wrote that in Rolling Stone magazine. Now, my natural reaction to something like that, and probably yours as well, is to, you know, just kind of yet again apply in a begging and pleading tone to the nearest plastic surgeon to see if he'll give me those giant middle finger extensions that I've so been wanting for all these years because try try as though I might with, uh, with these digits the good Lord gave me, I just don't think I can express enough FUs to this nice gentleman. Now, I will admit seemingly paradoxically, but only on the surface, he's got a point. He does have a point. It truly is the case that cancel culture is a kind of workaround to what the left perceives is a failing of the law. So believe me, if they could have people jailed for saying things they don't like and not have to do the whole cancel culture bit in the first place, they'd take that. In the annals of history, it's always easier to sick the law on somebody than it is to go after them in, in enough of a public way that it stands some chance of ruining their lives. But since we still live in a free country, 
for the moment anyway, the miserable specter of cancel culture looms over everything we on the right do, that we try to continue getting the message out. Everything we do to try to get that message out is, is subject to cancel culture at any given time. So the time for the portion of the, 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 you know, this conversation we're having now, this is where I want to give you some advice. Because the truth is, you weren't any more surprised to hear this activist writer's hot take between the pages of Rolling Stone magazine than I was. You're not gasping in horror at this. You, you already know this is their opinion. It follows the basic logical circuit employed by the left, which says, no, that horrible thing isn't happening. Pause. Yes, it's happening. And it's a good thing. It is. So here's my advice. Very simple. And it runs along the same route as me telling you to get your kids out of public school. Put it succinctly, conservatives, we need to work very, very hard over the next decade or so to make it impossible to be canceled, okay? We rely on social media for our livelihoods. They've just changed the game. It's how we go to market these days. Listen, it opens a weakness in our armor that can be and often is exploited. So whether it's a parallel social media economy that we have to build or some shifting of our own paradigm which allows us to flourish among the good citizens of this country, we have to begin the pullout from the mainstream and we have to begin it now. Now, So imagine what the Ernest Owenses of the world who wrote that article would think when canceling us isn't even an option anymore. Um, it's a hard thing to do, Sarah. We live in this world. We don't want to be, you know, so enslaved by the tools that are out there. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And, you know, this, that whole, the bigotry of free speech, because these people that I disagree with have the right to say things that I don't want to hear in my ear holes. Um, tough shit, Ernest. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I hear things all the time I don't want to hear. I, I just showed you an ad for shampoo. <laughs> Where they're pushing a, a whole ideology and a narrative on this deal. I don't. I don't want to be bombarded with that. Yeah. But I'm not. At no time have I said you can't do that. You can't show that commercial. Somebody. Um, God, when was it? Somebody came up and said something to me in person the other day. Said, "Why do you have such a problem with people doing drag shows?" I said, "I, I don't." Oh. Why aren't you paying attention? Right. I said, "It's when they involve children." Mm-hmm. That's what we have a problem with. Mm-hmm. You can drag it up all you want. That I don't. That doesn't. I can stay out of the room while you're doing that, or I can go in there and have a beer and laugh my ass off at some of you. I can do that. But when you involve kids, it's a whole new story, right? Right. So a little bit of nuance there. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So so this whole thing of just wanting to cancel you out because of obscenity. I mean, I guarantee you, and I haven't read all the articles. I've seen the headlines. I guarantee you, they're calling for cancellations of Woody Harrelson right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, the uh, Patrick Warburton, who was on Seinfeld, and he's the voice of what's his name, Joe, in the wheelchair on Family Guy. Mm. I saw an article the other day where he said, "I used to apologize for being on Family Guy." He goes, "I'm not apologizing anymore okay. because the world needs humor, mm-hmm. and people need to get thicker skin and lighten up." You know. But again, all these things, they want to cancel. Everything is all about canceling. People are just so soft these days. It really is. I mean, I, we can banter back and forth about it, but it, it actually is terrifying to me at this point. Because if we don't course correct, look, to that actor's point, if we don't course correct, like wh- look, where do we end up? <clears throat> sending pussies to fight in Ukraine. 
Legitimately. That's where we end up. I know. <laughs> You're going to call on your sons and daughters? I, I didn't want to be the first person to use the P word because I'm told yeah. that I'm vile when I'm on you your show. You are vile. So. But I love your vileness. <laughs> but it's true. Mike Pence is calling for us to send our sons and daughters to Ukraine or what we could potentially be doing. What are we, what are we sending? People that need a safe space? People mm-hmm. that need a coloring book? Mm-hmm. People that can't even handle Donald Trump getting elected president? People who can't, who want to get their <clears throat> professors fired for having an idea that's different from theirs. People who want to cancel television shows, put comedians in jail. We're sending that over there. That's weak ass, man. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be in the fight. That's cannon fodder. I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but this ain't PlayStation. They, they actually do shoot back. You don't get to, you know, what, what do they call it when you're playing a game and you get new lives? You don't get to just, you know, respawn. Re- re- yeah. Respawn. Yeah. Respawn. Yeah, respawn. You're dead. Like, boom, you're blown up. I mean, (laughs) you think the 22 suicides a day by veterans is bad now? Mm -hmm. Send that weak bunch of mental midgets over there. No kidding. And put them in war. You want to talk about a crisis for generations to come. I'm telling you, these people aren't – they can't watch – and tv without getting offended you think you're gonna send them to war holy shit (laughs) comes from china i mean you guys were scared of the flu to the point where you put a mask on your face and got on an airplane sat down in a seat and when they brought you a little thing of cashews and a coke they were like okay you take your mask off now (laughs) and you were stupid enough to do it one, to wear the mask and then take it off and be like, oh, it can't hurt me now. I'm eating cashews. I'm having my fiesta mix. You know? And it's like, we're going to send you to war? We got to cancel everybody because you hurt my fifis. You know who's going to hurt your fifi? Is a Russian soldier yeah. with an AK-47. And they shove it up your ass and pull the trigger until it goes click. That's going to really hurt your feelings. A lot. You're not wrong. I know I'm not. I never am, actually. (laughs) That may be the reason why everybody leaves me. (laughs) And that in comedy is what they call a callback. There you go. Um, God, let's take a quick break because I really, this is what I really want to talk about in the next segment. And we're going to have some laughs. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. So, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers still with the people of East Palestine, Ohio, okay, with that massive train derailment, and they set the chemicals on fire, and now it's, you know, it's affecting people's voices, the way they talk. Mm. People are trying to talk, and their voice comes out like Mickey Mouse. Weird stuff's happening. Weird stuff's happening. We've seen the, 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 the chemicals in the rivers. We've seen what it's doing to cars. And uh, Transportation Secretary... Pete Buttigieg. Uh, look at this guy. Just, I, <laughs> I wanted so bad. He literally looks like a penis. <laughs> I wanted so bad to have hard hats and safety vests for us today. I went to several stores yesterday. I could not get everybody. There were no hard hats anywhere. That's idiot. And look at this guy. So he finally <laughs> shows up. He said, you know, um, 
and we can play some of the clips, but I don't, I don't want to just yet, Chris. Um, he said, you know, Ohio has the attention of the entire administration. Um, mm. He said he was focused on action, not politics. He said he would get there at some point in time. Mm-hmm. He finally made this trip last week. And he goes up there and he's in like, OK, so Donald Trump goes up there a day or two before that. No pictures of Donald Trump in hard hats. I know I know you guys are going to say, oh, but Pete's out there where the action is. Right. Pete's That's why out, he waited three weeks. Pete's out there where the hardcore shit hits the fan. Mm. He's out there risking his life. I'm so sure. I mean, sure. I don't know what's falling out of the sky that he needs a hard hat. <laughs> but in a safety vest, I mean, you're not working a highway, Pete. I, I get it. You look like a you look like a really perverted dorky version of the village people in in that construction gear. And let me tell you why I know he's full of shit. Was his shoes. Look at his shoes. Now, this is this is a Chad Prather original thanks to Chris and Brandon over there. Look at those shoes. He's oh, I mean, I'm going to wow. go to the wreckage, but first let me go by Johnston and Murphy. <laughs> And get myself some dress workies right there. Let me go get. Oh, yeah. oh, look at those. Look at those shoes. Oh, my God. I mean, this guy's ready. I mean, he is effing Bob the Builder right now. Wow. I mean, listen, you, you always want to make sure your shoes and your bag are on point, right? No matter where you go. I mean, those are any, those are any occasion shoes right there and let me tell you something when a train derails and there's massive spillage and you set the chemicals on fire to the point where they describe it as another chernobyl i want to make sure i'm wearing sensible shoes hard hat yes look there they are look at them boo yeah wow boo yeah i mean <laughs> what a putz there's his shoes oh. right so that's why people are like oh no he's out there where the action's happening right well he wore his action shoes you could tell that always stylish pete Buttigieg. yeah so there he is i would love to see video if you have it play the clip like none of this was here obviously right so this site is completely different from what it was in day one. Some of it burns off in terms of what this is running on right now. Is that going to be, is that kind of the same standard as what will be permanent or is there some interim? The uh, product in it, isobutylene. Isobutylene. That's um, not what. PVC powder that was inside the hopper. So as this copper got hot, it actually melted it. So it's, yeah, it's a different, the, the PVC, or the, the, the vinyl chloride that's in the car. He's he has no idea what's going on. This, this to me. That's strictly uh, uh, first responder EPA. That's first responder yeah, EPA. That's none of our roles. Yeah. And then the the, the these were all laying out on the railroad right away when they were shot. Oh my gosh. Get up in there, Pete. Bob the Builder. Can wow. we build it? This to me is like you throw me in a chemistry class at MIT. Right. And I'm just going to stand around and look at you guys with your Bunsen burners and be like, let's go party. Let's have a drink. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know what's going on here. What do I do with my hands? I mean, he is literally in that mode right yeah. there of going, just nod and look like you care. Right. Uh, uh, 
and then and then and then ask a ask some sort of a question that uh, will get them to. So, so is this where, where the tracks go this way, <laughs> that direction? Is that where they're going to go? Is we, are we going to have some tracks that are going to run? So there used to be some stuff here, and now it's not here anymore. <laughs> will there ever be stuff here again? Do you think that? I mean, this is an administration of the unqualified. <laughs> I, I keep saying this whole deal. They're diverse. Corinne Jean-Pierre mm-hmm. told us they're mm-hmm. the most diverse ever, but this is an administration of the unqualified. Pete Buttigieg doesn't have a damn clue. I don't even know if the guy's ever been on a train. Well, Chad, I think you're being too hard on him. He, oh gosh. <laughs> you walked into that, didn't you? I did. You? Yeah. I think you're being too hard on him because he did have to, he took, he had to take a lot of paternity time. Chest feeding was really hard for him. <laughs> chest feeding. He found it very hard to produce. I thought Chaston did the chest feeding. No, the bit no, but you do it in tandem. Do you with your partner? Yeah, when you chest feed. Yeah. So it, it he had problems producing his milk, and he had to just take some time off. So he's just trying to get back up to speed. You know, I I know I know uh, I know I know lesbian couples that have kids, and they do great. Lesbian couples, they do great with their kids. Yeah. I've never met a gay couple of dudes mm-hmm. who are happy about adopting children. Really. I want to talk to Dave Rubin. I want to see if he's still happy. Yeah. I would love dudes to Dudes aren't, why, I, what did I say at the beginning of the show? We're not it's, equal. It's, well. Dudes can't handle that job. Well, I mean, we saw what happened in three men and a baby. What, what, yeah. <laughs> when I, they lost it. They lost the child. <laughs> they were wildly irresponsible. The, <laughs> the, uh, uh, I don't remember, that's right. Dave told us in private conversation, he's like, oh, well, our nanny is great. <laughs> Why do you always bring up our private conversations? Because I want to see if somebody, like, I want to see who's watching the show. Because I don't think Dave's going to text me and be like, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I'm they, just saying, Chasen and a lot Pete, of help. I'm yeah. sure Pete and, Pete and Chasen have a lot of have help. Have a lot too. of help as Dudes well. Dudes just can't raise kids is what I'm saying. They can. I know somebody's out there is going to, I did it. And I feel Not like, easily you didn't. I feel like if it's a lesbian couple, they're not, even if they have the means, they're not going to, they're not going to get the help. No. They don't want the help. They want to spend the time. They want to with, do it with because the baby. it's natural to be a nurturer. Right. As right. A, exactly. As a woman. That, that, that maternal is instinct. Well, you're stereotyping. Yeah, because it's based in fact. Right. But anyway, back to Pete. He didn't have a, the, he, the shoes. I think I own those shoes actually. <laughs> well, you know what to wear if you ever have to go to a train listen, derailment site. I have a shoe for every occasion. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a I'm a shoe dude. Uh, I'm a boot dude, but I got shoes too. I'm a, I got a shoe for every occasion. I promise you. If I go to the train wow. derailment. I'm not wearing those. Really? No, I'm not huh. wearing. I'm not wearing the brown leather. That's <laughs> it, it. That I saw that and I was like, because everybody's like, well, see, Trump went to McDonald's. He was buying everybody McDonald's and he was handing out hats and he's just campaigning. Yeah, yeah. Pete really meant business. Right. Yeah. Hang tight. Be right back. <laughs> All right, Thursday night, Thursday night of this week, I'm going to be in San Antonio at uh, Sam's and uh, come over there and check us out. Get your tickets at chadpraytherlive.com. Friday night, I would love to invite you to uh, Granberry. We're going to be at Granberry Alive again, but it's sold out. And uh, also going to be in Cleveland, Texas, Saturday night, but guess what? Sold out. Um, put it on your calendar, some for- forward thinkers out there. Um, March 31st, I'm going to be places like Midland. I, people always say, you know, that's a big room out there, 1,800 seats uh, in Midland Jeez. for the Wagner Noel, and I want to fill that sucker up because I love going to the Permian Basin. 
out there in Texas, that's always a party. And so that's going to be a big show. It's going to be me bringing Jesse Payton with me, bringing the band with me. It's going to be all the stuff. So awesome. it's going to be a big deal. And in one of these days, me and you are going to get on stage together. Yeah, we're, we're workshopping that let's right find, now. Let's find us a venue and put some chairs out. Let's go out there and have some fun. Let's do it. We do it. American Beauty by Sarah.com. Check her out. Don't forget to subscribe to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye.